When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Let's begin this hour's e-news with Julie Chen this morning. Yeah, she officially announced her departure from the talk yesterday. Now, she didn't appear on the show, but she did give a statement in a pre-taped video that played at the end. Mm-hmm. All right. Been at the talk since the day it started nine years ago. And the cast, crew, and staff have become family to me over the years. But right now, I need to spend more time at home with my husband and our young son. So I've decided to leave the talk. I want to thank everyone at the show for the wonderful years together. I will always, always cherish the memories we shared. Most important, I want to thank you, the viewers, for allowing me into your home every day. It was a privilege that I will forever be grateful for. To everyone behind the scenes, I send you my love. I will miss you all very, very much. I love you all, and I know this show and the sisterhood it stands for will live on for many, many, many more years to come. You ladies got this, and I cannot be more proud to call you my friends. I love you. Ah, wow. wow. Yeah. And then she stops the recording and punches her husband square in the face. This is your fault. <laughs> I lost a job. I oh, love it. I quit. My goodness. Because of some mess. Yeah. She's starting. Uh, yeah, and of course she's leaving because her husband is Les Moonves. And uh, he was just recently pushed out as the head of CBS over sexual misconduct That does suck because I really feel like, I mean, I didn't watch that show a ton, but I feel like every time I did watch it, she really did love being there. She Genuinely. seemed very passionate. Yeah. 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 And real relationships there, you know, real fondness oh, yeah. for the people that work on that show, which is refreshing in Hollywood. That's not always the case. It's nope. rare. Asking questions is a good way to find out things you want to know, isn't it? That's right, Ernie. I thought so. Uh, Bert, I have a question for you. Mm? Do you like me, Bert? Of course I like you, Ernie. You're my best friend. You're my best friend, too. Uh, There you go. Scene from Sesame Street with Bert and Ernie, uh, which we play for you because evidently the endless debate over Bert and Ernie's sexuality (laughs) has come up again. And it came up because a longtime writer for Sesame Street supposedly confirmed that Bert and Ernie are gay. Which, you know, we've kind of suspected for a long time. His I mean, name? they have the same bedroom. They, 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 are, they sleep in the same bedroom. Separate beds, Of course, beds, though, separate right? beds. Of course. Because, you know, Sesame Street can only go so far. Hmm. Well, 
Mark Saltzman wrote for the show for 15 years, from 1984 to 1998. He says he considered them a gay couple, and he based them on his own gay relationship. He said, that's what I had in my life, a Bert and Ernie relationship. So how can that not permeate into the writing? The things that would tick off my boyfriend Arnie Arnie. (laughs) would be the same things that would tick off Bert. Now, he is only saying that he perceived their relationship that way, like a lot of people have, not that he had any secret information from the show's producers. So really, he's saying that as a gay man. He identified the show with that. and said, hey, listen. Yeah. But once the story got out, Sesame Street denied it in their usual way, saying that Bert and Ernie are nothing more than best friends who do not have a sexual orientation. They're designed for kids and for adults to learn that people can, uh, you know, live together and get and have differences, but still be friends. I would argue that it's hard to argue <laughs> that Muppets don't have a sexual orientation when you got mrs mrs piggy or miss piggy uh attacking kermit at every opportunity well and like abby cadabby she's obviously a girl when you say that abby's a female oh yeah well it's they have a a sex they just don't have an orient they're not gay or straight so they don't date at all they're well abby cadabby's three so I think it's probably a little early for her. But, you know, Rosita could get out there and have see some action. That's true. If she wanted to. I like Rosita. She's my new favorite on the... Uh, they're all so wonderful. I mean, do you think there's going to come a day when they finally have gay characters on Sesame Street? They might as well. Probably, but why is it necessary to define sexual orientation either way on a kid's show? Well, and I don't really feel like they need a date. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. One of the characters is designed to teach a lesson to a specific group, like Grover is five. <laughs> right. He's, he's a five-year-old. He uh-huh. asks questions that a five-year-old would ask, and, mm-hmm. you know, with all the different characters. I don't know. Well, maybe they could bring in some adults that have sexual orientations, you know, like maybe Mr. Somebody can date somebody else. And be married to a man. Yeah. I don't know. Anything's possible. I like watching this it, though. world of diversity. I still do, too. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's a fun I show. The Bert I, those Ernie writers. I don't, I don't know if I buy that, but Peppermint Patty, absolutely. You think? <laughs> <laughs> well, Machine Gun Kelly is not letting this whole thing with Eminem go away. He was opening for Fall Out Boy, and it sounds like their fans weren't really into him, especially after he used them, according to people who were there. He asked everybody to flip the bird. Then he turned his back to the audience, took off his jacket. Underneath, he was wearing a shirt with the logo from his Eminem diss track, Rap Devil, on it. 
Mm. So somebody in his crew took a picture of him like that, wearing his shirt with the audience flipping the bird behind him. He then posted the picture on Instagram and captioned it. He missed, which is a dig at Eminem's MGK diss track kill shot. But those people were not flipping the bird at Eminem. In fact, when he did rap devil, the crowd booed him throughout the entire song. Oh, so maybe he's losing the battle. Whoopsies. You guys hear that the uh, same producer produced both their records? Yes, I did hear that. And I heard this whole thing was like fabricated. Mm -hmm. That is also very true that people are thinking it is staged. And I heard an interview with Eminem that he was he was saying, like, it's not even a battle. I don't even know what the problem is. We're not even battling. I'm obviously the winner. Like, he doesn't even, he's not even, evidently, well, it's not even phasing him. Let me tell you, Kill Shot has 78 million views on YouTube. Rap Devil has 97.6. Well, that's probably why Eminem feels like it's not a battle. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.